guys, it's Stephanie with Dishing with Stephanie's Dish, and I just have been thinking about gardening today. Now, you're going to laugh at me because, of course, I think I'm like the only person who's ever gardened in the history of mankind, because isn't it true when when you do something, it's like new and self-discovery, but really people have been doing this for centuries. But honestly, I just have to tell you, the garden that we put in this year up at our cabin in Ely has been so fun and so fantastic. So about, I guess, two years ago, we bought a little cabin on Burnside Lake. And we have another cabin that's on the lake on an island that was my husband's family's growing up. And we bought the land cabin a little while ago just because it was a really good deal and we thought it would be good to have some property on the shore as well as the island cabin. So we bought this cabin and it was real cute. It's just a one bedroom kitchen, little living area. And my husband knew right away that he wanted to build a big garage. And I said, well, if you're going to build a big garage, then we should have a garden because to go get groceries, we have to go into town. We have to get in a boat, drive a car, go into town. And on the island itself, I haven't even been able to grow any flowers. I have pots, but it is just like the soil. There is no soil. It's basically just pine needles and rocks and then moss. So... Uh, Last year in the fall, we built this garden and we had it covered up uh, with tarp all winter. And then in the spring, we uncovered it. And it's, I think he said like six by 20 are the bed sizes, six feet by 20. Then there's a little row in the middle where we have just mulch and it is all fenced in. It's six feet tall fencing. And a friend of ours made an adorable sign for it that I will take a picture of and post hopefully with this podcast episode, but we haven't hung it yet because we're just, we just got it a couple days ago. But anyway, so having this garden has been really fun. We planted everything from seed with the exception of the tomatoes and the peppers. We have in the garden, let's see, we have arugula, which is my favorite lettuce. There is nothing better to me than an arugula salad with lemon juice, olive oil, salt, and pepper, and then you grill a ribeye steak and you slice it thin and you serve those ribeye thin slices on top of the arugula salad. And it's kind of warm and wilty. And oh my gosh, that is a delicious bite in any case. So then we have like some butter lettuce, then we have some spinach, then we have radishes. And I've already harvested one row of radishes and we ate them with butter and salt. And then Swiss chard, which I've harvested twice now. And the first time I made it with some of the spinach, just with garlic and olive oil, and we had it as a side of greens. I've also been cutting the little Swiss chard leaves and using them kind of like lettuce. So that's been really fun. We have green beans that are bush beans that are starting to come. We have peas that are like the sugar snap peas. And tonight, actually, I'm going to make a salad because I have enough sugar snap peas to make a salad that you have watermelon, sugar snap peas, and mint. So I'll let you know how that turns out. Um, In addition, we have tons of tomatoes. So two Romas, a bunch of cherry tomatoes, big boy tomatoes, and they all seem to be growing and doing very well. We bought a strip of carrot seeds 
and we were probably going to get about five carrots. That was kind of a crop fail. We have beets, which I keep digging them up and they're not really big enough. They're now about the size of a quarter, but I guess they get bigger. So keep putting those back in the ground. We have asparagus, which won't be up this year, but will probably be up next year. It takes like two years before you can actually get asparagus. So let's see, asparagus, beets, cucumbers, so many cucumbers and they're just going crazy in the garden. Plus they're right next to the zucchini. And I love zucchini, but boy, I can tell. I think we bought three plants and we are going to have so much zucchini. And there's the zucchini squash blossoms, which you can eat. And apparently what you do is you mix like a couple cups of flour with white wine or with water and you make like a batter and then you dip the squash blossoms in the batter. You can stuff them if you want to with like ricotta or just put an anchovy in there. And then you quickly flash fry them and they're battered and it's like two per person. So I might actually try that because I have all these squash blossoms that are growing and a lot of zucchini and I can tell that we're going to have more zucchini than we could ever eat. So I might try that. We also have green beans, which are again on the bushes. I haven't gotten to harvest any yet, but I can see that they're coming. And what else? I mean, honestly, this garden has just been a blast. It's been super fun. Basil, uh, we have a whole row of basil. One plant is giant and all the other ones are the same size. So I don't know what happened that we got one giant basil, but I'm planning on making pesto. And when I thinned the little seeds, um, Kurt was like, hey, maybe they're like microgreens. And sure enough, the basil actually tastes really great with the little teeny tiny ones that I've been thinning about every three inches, the bigger plants. So we've been putting those in salads, which has been really fun. So right now, oh, and broccoli, I forgot broccoli, eggplant, uh, peppers, and the broccoli, I had like a really nice hunk of broccoli. But of course, I'd never grown broccoli before. And I thought it was supposed to look like it did in the store, where it's like this big rounded mound. When I came back the next week up to the cabin, the broccoli had flowered. And there were all these bees on it, which was sweet. But um, you're apparently supposed to cut it before then. And I don't know if this is ever going to get to be like store broccoli. It's more like I'm cutting off little florets, which is totally fine. I just think I screwed up the first batch. So hopefully we'll get some broccoli. Maybe next year I'll do some cauliflower, some kooka melons. I'm trying to think. Um, I probably won't do as many zucchini next year. And maybe I'll do more Roma tomatoes because I love to take Roma tomatoes and cut them in half and dry them in an oven overnight at 250. And I just sprinkle them with salt and a little olive oil. And then I freeze those in smaller batches. And I use them for making sauce or for risotto. They're just fantastic that way. So that is what is happening in the garden. I'm trying to think of the things I've cooked. So I've made the greens. I've got about five zucchini now. So I am going to make a frittata tonight for dinner, which will just be like six eggs, a little cheese, some onions, the zucchini, and I'll cook it in the oven. And then we'll have more green salad. We've been having green salads from the garden almost every day, which is really spectacular anyway. But when you're on an island and it saves you from having to go into town and drive the five miles into town, it's so great to just have like a super fresh salad. I am loving that. And I just have had such a blast. It has been really fun. I'm trying to think of all the things I can make with zucchini. There is a great cookbook by Beth Dooley that is called like Sweet and Savory, I think, or Savory. I don't have it here. It's actually at the island. So 
when I uh, put them notes up for the podcast, I'll add the name of this cookbook. But she's got a recipe in there for zucchini and corn that's like a relish. So I think I'm going to try that. I've got, I'm going to make zucchini bread because everybody likes that. I will make frittatas. I will make just sauteed zucchini. When you get tomatoes and zucchini, and like if you have yellow crookneck squash, which we don't, but I think I'll add that next year, you can do this uh, vegetable gratin where you cut them all into like equal size pieces and you lay them in a stack um, horizontally in a pan. So you like line them all up. Then you top them with fresh thyme or garlic and olive oil, some Parmesan cheese and breadcrumbs if you want, and you bake that. And it is just super delicious with the grilled meats. So if I get a lot of zucchini, I'll just do that and mix it in with tomatoes or whatever else I have. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with like these random broccoli pieces or the sugar snap peas, but I'm feeling like stir fry is probably in order. Oh, and the other thing I have is I have lots of onions and I don't know if they're crop fail, but they all are kind of like shallots at this point. And maybe they get to be more oniony later in the season. And then I have this other weird row of like little teeny tiny chives that are supposed to, I think, be like shallots, but they look like they're so small and it's end of July. So I don't know when those are actually going to get shallotty. So the onion might be something that I don't duplicate next year. There's like four rows of onions. We have a lot of onions. So I'd like to use that space for something else if I'm not ever going to get any full onions out of the deal. Oh, and I really missed the boat. I should have done garlic because it apparently grows really well in what is zone three where we are. And I love the garlic scapes. If you grow garlic, the green like curly scape stems that come out of the garlic on the top of the ground, you cut those off and you make those into like pesto or you make them into um, chop them up and stir them into butter and make like a log of frozen butter that you can cut off hunks and use. It is just the best. I love garlic scapes. And I love garlic skate pesto. So that's pretty much what I'm looking forward to, what I am cooking. I will be doing kind of a lot of cooking this week. We have some family coming up and um, they're not great cooks. So I'll probably be on cooking duty, which is fine with me. But thanks for listening to the podcast. I've been having a great summer just gardening in the Ely Garden. If you want to see pictures of some of the stuff we're growing, you can follow me on Stephanie's Dish on Instagram. And again, I'll try to put links to the cookbook and any of the recipes that I am finding this summer that I'm using with the garden produce as we go. See you soon.